buddy. Hi, friends. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up this week, after a two-week break, um, we've got a nice little chat for you on the second half of the show about Christian nationalism uh, and uh, the House of Representatives. Yeah. And that little convergence that seems to be happening right now. Thank God we avoided oh Jim Jordan. <laughs> boy, well, we 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 narrowly missed tra- like awfulness with that. Thank God we man- we managed to make it through yeah. without Jim Jordan. There was never going to be a good outcome. No, from that whole thing. Never, ever, ever was there going to be a good outcome. <laughs> and those of us who deluded ourselves into thinking that maybe, just maybe, maybe, maybe they might pick the right person. Or even a <sighs> less wrong person. Good. I was God. I was literally just hold, holding out hope for a less wrong person, and they found out uh, an oh, even more wronger one. So, great. I was... Yeah, I know. I was the whole time. I was just like, just the guy with the bow tie. Just just him. The guy with the bow tie. Please. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, first, we've got some uh, some stuff that happened this week, Dan. Yeah. Including a whodunit, Dan. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Over in, in the Czech Republic, a whodunit of epic proportions. Skuntadun. Having to do with Halloween. Ooh. Um, which is, you know, it's a... I know that... I know there's a lot of parts of the world that probably don't like uh, American culture being exported to them because there's sort (laughs) of a thing that American culture has interwoven through all of it, which is it's just commercial. Like it's highly commercialized, right? Yeah. But there is some fun about Halloween. That's that's not. And one of those things is the carving of pumpkins. Sure. And setting them out, and it's just cute and fun, and kids love it. It is yeah, man. Pu- a good old jack jack o' lantern is um is uh is, is Thank a you lot for of- the correct pronunciation, by the way. <laughs> well, I like the emphasis on jack o' lantern. <laughs> well, whatever. Um, well, over here in this uh, little village of Kurdo Kurdejov, Kurdejov. Nailed it. Um, I think that's exactly it. Sounds like a lovely place. Um, it's in the winemaking region of South Moravia. Mm. Mm. And they, the children had, had uh, in, a, in a park put out, and there's a photo of it. They'd lined up all of these jack-o'-lanterns, and they're just adorable, right? They're, they're picture perfect. They're exactly what you want. Uh, jagged teeth and grins and snarls and just a good mixture. They, they nailed it, is what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Um, well, uh, the next morning, they were all busted up. <sighs> oh, no. Oh, no. Apparently, a lot of the children were in tears uh, yeah. when they were told that their little uh, pumpkin creations had been stomped on, kicked around. So new pumpkins were left out in the park. Um, okay. And then they were stomped on and scattered about. Well, the following morning, I think let that me was... tell you something. They're importing some of the wrong traditions from America too. <laughs> well, here comes the Who Done It. Who did it, Dan? Oh, was, was it, it some punk kids? Was as it is Colonel the tradition. Mustard? <laughs> <laughs> oh 
No, no, it was the local priest, Dan. Oh, you son of a bitch. The parish priest of the nearby church was walking Mm. through the park. Uh, He said he was leaving the rectory on Sunday evening. I saw numerous symbols of the satanic (laughs) feast of, quote, Halloween placed in front of our Mm. sacred grounds. I acted according to my faith and duty to be a father and protector of the children entrusted to me and remove these symbols. Oh, my God. He didn't remove them. Right. It'd be one thing if he'd shown up with a trash bag. Right. And (laughs) had like literally removed them. No, you should see the picture. It is it is the worst case of like just somebody seriously just kicking and kicking and kicking at all of these pumpkins and stomping on them. You know, the Czech Republic. I I literally just looked it up because I wanted to see that picture. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, dude was in a rampage. That's a lot of pumpkins. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's wild, right? Fucking dickhead. What a a douche. Yeah. Um, Apparently, the Czech Republic, it's not very religious, Dan. No, it's not. When I was there, like, literally... The, uh, we had one cab driver say, "Yeah, everybody. When the when the communism when communism took over, you know, they didn't allow religion, and then we just were done." Hmm. Yeah, I bet. Good for them, right? Yeah. Um, however, there are some traditional religious feasts, like All Souls Day, yeah, um, that remain popular, and they're marked by both believers and non-believers alike, and. Uh, you know, the priest says that he uh, that he sees uh, the modern tradition of Halloween uh, as having been conceived in a heathen contemporary world <laughs> as a counterbalance to the Catholic feast of All Souls Day. And so he's feeling this resentment as he's walking through the park, sees it on display. Right. Oh. And uh, takes matters into his own own hands. He says he would have acted differently. Had he known they were carved by children uh, to which I have to say, who do you think carved them? Right. Right. This and is also, ch- this, yes, adults do carve pumpkins. It is a thing, sure. right? I, I've, Absolutely. I've, I've done it as an adult. I've gone to pumpkin carving, you know, parties, right? Sure. Um, and they're fun. Uh, <laughs> however, this is a, this is a children's activity, right? Yeah. This is, it's what, yeah. And, and even if, even if it's not, you still don't have the right to just destroy other people's stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, when you're the local priest, uh, you, f- you feel like you have every right to yeah. do whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah. I mean, it, it, in, in some ways, it's even worse because it's not like they just, like, carved them and went and found a spot. These were actually, this part, pumpkin carving was part of a, um, a, a village-organized Halloween festival. Right. Right. Like, right. like this was, this was, official this was happening in his community as a community activity that was fun and that brought yeah. people together <laughs> and that promoted community and well, that's, blah blah that's blah exactly the problem frank yeah and he says he's the one who's going around and like protecting their their uh the children and their you know the community and whatnot oh, when the God. community was being was being good, doing what communities are supposed to do. Yeah. Right. I got news for him. He's, he's, you start pulling shenanigans like that when you're a priest in a place that doesn't really like religion. 
Yeah. It's not going to go well for you. Yeah. Like people are going to stop. Like when you're like, hey, you have to choose between the fun thing and church. <laughs> that's not going to go well. You're yeah. co- you're going to not have a congregation at all soon. Yeah. No kidding. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to take us to a, a much less civilized place than Checha. I'm going to take us to Texas, uh. um, which. Yeah, it's pretty backwards over there, down there in in Tejas. Uh, this this story is about a judge, a justice of the peace, I guess, who uh, who justice of the peace is a confusing title. I don't actually know what a justice of the peace is, other than it is a government employee, mm. and you know the one thing that I know that they do is weddings they right they, they they can marry you okay well justice of the peace diane hensley didn't want to marry gays oh, oh. it's just not i just it's again she finds it yucky she thinks <laughs> jesus didn't want that are these her words did she actually say yucky it's because I I would um I would actually go and shake her hand if that right if she was like she was like All I right. find it yucky I'd be like ma'am I congratulate you fair enough <laughs> you're off the hook you used the dumb word and we're gonna let you slide on this and one. you were like really 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 honest yeah you find it yucky All yeah. right whatever <laughs> nope she didn't say that. She, uh, but, but she refused to do it. She was then censured by whatever the commission is. The, the Texas Commission on Judicial Conduct hmm. basically said, uh, no, you, you can't just, you can't pick and choose. Uh, Texas. Well, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. There are still laws there. They haven't gotten rid of all of them yet. <laughs> um, and so, so yes, they, they, they told her that she, she wasn't allowed to do that. Uh, hmm. She could opt not to do weddings, period. Oh, okay. But she couldn't pick and choose. Like, Fair enough. You know, Fair enough. Here's, the, here's right. the other thing. Clergy can pick and choose all they want. So it's not, so she could just go and get like, you know, go to the life church, whatever the thing is. And, and, and just do weddings on the side kind of thing. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Fair. But she didn't, she didn't want the loophole. Because, you know, she's she's backed by, you know, all these Christian groups that are now suing on her behalf. Hmm. Um so their first liberty or one of these one of these groups that that, you know, they're giddily filing every lawsuit they can find because they're winning a few of them. Right. Uh ones that they have no business winning and it's a, a terrible miscarriage of justice. Uh because, you know, we've got the world's worst Supreme Court right now. And, you know, they've been stacking courts left and right all over the country. So they're, so, you know, they're, they're doing it. So they're fine. They filed a lawsuit, uh, under the, uh, Texas religious freedom restoration act. Mm. Texas has their own Rufra. I'm sure it's <laughs> much worse than the, than the national one. Right. Uh, and it's going to the Supreme Court, the Texas Supreme Court. Now, I don't know the Texas Supreme Court uh, the way I know the National Supreme Court. Oh, they're they're nice guys. They seem. I'm yeah. sure they're Dan, all. And you just you great. really should take the the opportunity to sometime <laughs> to 
get to, to go and have them. lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're great. Okay. I mean, they're um, bigots right. and homophobes. But... One would assume. One would assume. <laughs> but they're nice. Uh, they're really nice. They're really yeah. they're great. Anyway, uh, so now the question before them is, can a entity of the state be bigoted officially? Mm. So we'll see. Wow. We'll see. Uh, she is suing. She's asking for... $10,000 in damages, which she claims is the money she was losing by not being allowed to perform weddings. Ah. Which, uh, I will That's... remind you, she is allowed to perform weddings. She just isn't allowed to be a bigot about it. Right. So. <sighs> Such a fine line, Dan. That's uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're claiming that that she has the right to uh, to, to be a bigot because technically... Uh, according to uh, their interpretation of state law. And for all I know, they could be right. Mm. It's illegal to discriminate on the basis of race or national origin or religion, but it's not spelled out explicitly that it's illegal to uh, to discriminate against uh, sex or sexual orientation or any of that sort of thing. <laughs> Right. Which may well be true, uh, and then who knows what happens. Yeesh. All right. Okay. So, Dan, after I picked all my stories, I, I realized that they are all uh, stories of uh, about priests behaving badly. What? Um, when has that ever happened? It must be a weird anomaly. There's I, a glitch in the matrix. This this one is definitely priests behaving uh, badly. The next one is just like... He he breaks anyway. I'll, I'll we'll get to that one. But anyway, we'll this one is uh, has to do with it's sort of the story of the diocese of Sosnowiec in southwestern Poland. I know um, it well. Oh yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite dioceses. It's it's well. Let me tell you, Dan. These <laughs> these guys these these bishops and and priests. Uh, they. they they were having a good old time over there oh. in Sosnowiec. <laughs> okay. um, th- so much so that the the, the bishop uh, has just resigned. Grzegorz uh, oh. uh, Kazak. <laughs> Nailed it. Too many R's and Z's, guys. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> uh, he resigned, and it's, it's largely, uh, well, it's speculated that it's largely due to some... Um, um, scandals that have taken place under his watch, including oh. um, the um, a, a recent uh, gay orgy uh, involving <laughs> a male sex worker in a priest's apartment where <laughs> priests in attendance were placed under uh, criminal investigation for having allegedly organized the, the, the orgy involving a male sex worker. Um, one of the participants of the sex party uh, collapsed after overdosing on, I'll let you guess, Dan, what do you think he, <laughs> he, he overdosed on? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I I'm thinking it's, it's Poland. They're, they're pro modern day. Poland feels like it might be partying the way that, the U.S. did in the '80s. I'm going to say cocaine. Uh, this pre the priest uh, collapsed after overdosing on erectile dysfunction pills. <laughs> uh, well, you don't want to lose your boner. 
<laughs> we've already paid for the dude. We uh, we don't want to lose our boners. Um, let's see. The priest uh, the, the, who whose apartment this was in was suspected of failing to provide assistance to a person whose life was at risk for having allegedly oh. tried to bar paramedics from entering the apartment. So they were behaving oh. badly. Things went awry. <laughs> paramedics show up and they're still like trying to like hide everything and keep well, it. Yeah, they're, they're all stoned out of their minds. Yeah. Probably they're all like completely fucked up. Everybody's naked and yeah. like inside of everybody else. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you, <laughs> you don't want the paramedics to see it, but yeah. But guess what? Somebody's in trouble. He took yeah, too many erectile in. dysfunction pills <laughs> and his body stopped pumping brain or blood to his brain. You didn't um, know that like you don't pop Viagra like they're like they're going out of style, <laughs> like they're Pez. Uh, into the, um, back in 2010, the then acting rector of the Sosnowiec uh, Seminary allegedly got into a, a fight at a gay club. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, he was allowed to remain on his job by this bishop. He let him stay there uh, for yeah. more than a year, even after the case was public- publicized uh, in the Polish media. Uh, the Holy See finally had to step in and dissolved the seminary altogether. Oh, wow. Um, That's extreme. Also, another incident. Something tells me they were hearing much more stories than just one fight at a gay club. <laughs> Something uh, tells me that that, was, that, that that seminary had a reputation. Like, you, you chose that seminary for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. No, most definitely. Um, in March of uh, this year, actually, the corpse of a 26-year-old deacon uh, was found with injuries suggesting homicide. Oh, wow. Uh, local prosecutors <laughs> wow. said he had been killed by a 40-year-old priest who then killed himself. So that sounds very sad. Yeah, but basically things have just started piling up uh, <laughs> to the point where clearly uh, the Holy See was like, no, 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 no. We, we, need, we need sort of to switch out some leadership here. Yeah, this um, is crazy because, listen, like gay sex parties... Even with, with like strippers and and sex workers, that's mm-hmm. just kind of one of the perks of being a priest. I'm pretty sure that that's that's just considered normal. Yeah, well, so much so that um, the 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 priest that was involved in the the purported well in the orgy, uh, he uh, was dismissed by this bishop who just resigned uh, from all his functions uh, back in September. And the bishop initiated an in-house canonical trial, um, the Aww. out the uh, outcome of which could result in defrocking. Oh, um, I will say he that, just threatening, that frock. threatening the gay priest with defrocking <laughs> probably um, is what he wants in the first place. Um, and he also wants to be told that he's a very bad boy. Um, yeah, and I yeah. think that you, you're just. You're just now you're just setting us up for the jokes. Now you're doing it on purpose. And you're just playing to like to him and what he wants. He's yeah. He's he's yeah. Anyway, oh, so the in the statement um released uh last week, uh the bishop Kazakh uh said that he uh had asked the Pope to let him resign 
in September. He thanked the the priests and nuns of his diocese and asked everyone to, to quote, forgive my human limitations. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Can I just say Catholics, as a general rule, all of you pay attention. Gay sex parties with or without sex workers so much better than the other thing that they're the, the priests are known for yeah let them have the gay sex parties no kidding no kidding like if you're gonna continue on with this like quote-unquote abstinence stuff right yeah like let your priests go off and just do, like like come on they're human beings yeah. right they like, need they need you, to blow off some steam they need to blow off some steam and if you don't let them do the normal stuff yeah right they're going to go off and and do stuff that's that's sort of less typical some of which is going to be outright illegal well and and horrible and horrible and, and yeah, yeah, damaging yeah yeah yeah, yeah totally so. and yeah so no it what a fucked up rule yeah right? not just, awesome just the fact that it seems like i anyway i don't want it i'm done with that story i'm done Okay, I'm I'll tired move on. of priests and sex. <laughs> well, hold on to your hat. Oh, boy. So along the lines of, uh, you know, priests behaving badly and, oh. you know, what might help them to not do so. Mm -hmm. I've been avoiding this. There, there's been a, a story that I've been sort of not reporting on at all because it seemed like a big nothing burger to me. <laughs> And it just okay. concluded, and uh. it was a big nothing burger, but I, we should talk about it. It's the Vatican's Synod on Synodality. <laughs> it was no. The, they held no. a synod on whether or not they should do synods, uh, or, or rather the synodality. Anyway. The conference this, on conferencing. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. Okay. The idea being that they were talking about, like, you know, whether certain policies should be decided or should at least be commented on by groups of people rather than like just the curia or just the pope or just the you know oh. monks in robes or whatever. like have public comment periods before they <laughs> sort of decide to be not exactly dicks to gay people they literally the work was meant to discuss some pretty intense big ideas Hmm. including but not limited to LGBTQ uh, acceptance, hmm. marriage for priests, what? and the ordination of women. Oh, my God. So these are big issues. Yeah. And they were, and this conference was convened by the Pope to address these things. Wow. And so it has happened. The conference was a couple weeks long. Uh, it has now happened. Wow. And... <laughs> no i mean okay so what did it literally did they, they accomplish they basically anything? they basically skirted all the issues they oh, basically no. they barely even touched on them oh this, no they released a uh, a summary of 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 all of their work um <laughs> that just said it was a one-word summary that said <laughs> it was, no it was <laughs> Basically, it was a 40-page summary that, like, literally when, when because, you know, there are all these groups, 
eagerly following what was going on, you know, women's groups and LGBTQ plus groups and all of these things. Mm-hmm. And basically all of the groups went, well, what the fuck? Because it was just so not, like the term LGBTQ didn't make it into the final document at all. Oh, oh, the old let's not even acknowledge it. So that yeah. to limit any <laughs> legitimacy. Yeah, I mean, basically, they just couldn't they couldn't agree on anything. All of the <sighs> all of the hot button issues that were discussed were like they got maybe a paragraph and that paragraph got negative votes from high per- from from significant percentages of hmm. the people in attendance. Hmm. So uh, it was a, it was a basically a, a huge non-event, but that didn't stop uh, a, a small group of cardinals from making big hay by uh, producing what they call a uh, what do they call it? Hang on, I, 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 a dubia. A dubia? Which, yes, uh, it is a document containing questions. It's from the Latin meaning doubts. Yeah. Uh, and it contains uh, questions asking for clarification on things like, "Hey, we we still hate gays, right? We're <laughs> we still do that, and also we're we're not going to allow priests to marry anybody, right? Like, what are we doing here? Oh because God. they are mad, and also and and literally, it is very. They are, you know, this is obviously the." Uh, the far right wing of the Catholic uh, clergy, uh-huh. uh, including Cardinal Raymond Burke. We've heard that name many times before. Um, Walter Brandmüller of Germany, mm. uh, a guy from Guinea, a guy from Mexico, a guy from Hong Kong, mm. you know, bastions of liberal thought. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. These guys all sort of were, 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 demanding answers and the answers from the Pope were unsatisfactory. Oh no. Because he too skirted the issue. They're literally (sighs) like, they see it coming. I mean, I think a lot, I think the Catholic church, most people in the Catholic church know it's coming. (laughs) It's just a matter of like, how long can they put it off? Oh, well, yeah. Oh. But but yes, they the, these these guys who released this dubia, uh, <laughs> one of them said, "I consider the dubia a great work that will go down in history as a heroic act." Oh my God! Wow, that's the heroism, Frank. The absolute heroism <laughs> of dodging of, an issue. Sure, of, we we still hate gays, right? <laughs> Uh, point of order, Mr. Pope, sir. We are supposed to hate them. What's going on here? Yeah. And of course, course, like this Pope has, in fairness, I understand their confusion because this Pope keeps saying stuff in one direction and then just like quietly going, "Eh, not really, though. He's like, he's like, you know what? We should be kind to our our gay brothers and sisters, and maybe we can talk about celebrating gay marriage. But and then like, well, people I, are like, yeah. really? And he's like, no. Well, it's 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 
people are just misunderstanding like what it means to be kind to gay people, right? Like, <laughs> like kind of be kind to gay people probably means eh, don't lock them up. Yeah, don't yeah, kill them. Right? right? Like, oh, look how kind we are to gay people. Right. Right. But it's not what what we all the rest of us hear. No. Which is. You know, or would be something along the lines of, oh, we can acknowledge gay marriage. We can perform gay marriage. We can let right. our priests get married like that. Th- we these can seem just like acknowledge kind gay- things to do. These seem like yeah. good things to do. Right. That are the kind and good things to do to so like anyway. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, Dan, 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 Dan. Catholics. Oh. Don't don't have a synod on synodality. Shut up. Just shut up. The convention of conventions. <laughs> oh, should Good we Lord. even have these conventions? I think we need a convention to discuss uh, it. All right, Dan. Oh, golly, golly. I didn't know how heavy that like Catholicism was gonna weigh on this episode. Yeah, well because um, I got another. Oh, good. Wait for I'm it. A, you know what? I'm into it. I'm okay. into it. Yeah, no, this one, this one is, this one, I read it. I thought I understood it. <laughs> Turned out I was completely wrong. I had to spend a bunch of time trying to figure out what it all means. And okay. it turns out, I mean, you talk about nothing burgers, right? Like if you're going to use that word, I'm, I'm, uh, th- this, this is the most bizarre story, right? Okay. The headline Let's just, well, no, let's just start with the fact that Father Eros Akor, Akorigi he had a problem, Dan. Oh, no, um, Father. He was missing an extraordinary minister of communion. He did not yeah. have one available uh, <laughs> okay. during uh, a recent Sunday mass um, in a little town called Osanesca in Bergamo. In Italy. Okay. And so he chose. So let, let me explain. An extraordinary yeah, minister of is. communion is somebody who assists in serving the communion. This is what sure. I understand. Former Catholics or current Catholics. Yeah, um, sure. Please correct me if you understand what's going on here. Uh, but this is my <laughs> understanding uh, after having like tried to parse this all out. So it's um, typically like a, like a deacon or... Um, somebody from the, 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 the parish, um, who is, uh, sort of tasked with, um, with assisting in, 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 in the commu- serving the communion. Sure. Um, this is not the same services that say an altar boy or an altar girl would provide the, the priest, right? This is okay. something that goes beyond that. Right. Um, so he chose, however, an altar girl um, who he said appeared to have, quote, the purest heart among so many sinners oh. to assist him. Oh, God, um, that feels that feels icky. <laughs> something something very bad. That doesn't feel right. This, I don't the, like it. The mass was filmed and shared on Gloria.tv. Uh, sure, which, like you do. Yeah, which is a Catholic <laughs> video sharing news site. Um, and it, and it caused an absolutely, uh, furious response from churchgoers to which they, they denounced quote, 
the liturgical horror of oh. the whole thing. Um, <laughs> the Father Eros. Of a, a, wait, is it because she's a girl? No. Okay. No. I'm scared. I, 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 so, so anyway, the, the, the priest is quoted as, uh, as saying it was as if I had killed someone. I don't think okay. the Eucharist has been vilified. I really don't. I didn't do anything wrong. Right. Um, okay. now what the, what, what, what the people were responding to, was it because it was a girl? Maybe that's what they were responding to. I don't know. But from what it sounds like, he can ask a woman to assist. Yeah. Um, like the space has been made for that. Now sounds like it's not universally recognized, right? Okay. Like in the United States, it sounds like this is actually, it happens, right? And there's the, the space is allowed for, and as in a lot of the Catholic world, it, the people are freaking out apparently because she was young like because oh. he's defending the fact he's like he's like she she'd had her holy communion right yeah. um and anyway so this whole thing <laughs> is happening and it is so completely in like the catholic weeds i need someone to explain this to me <laughs> like i i've i've looked up is it like can altar boys and altar girls help with this and it's like it's like it seems to be that they can step into this role Right. Okay. They just have to be like typically like the person who would be assisting would be another bishop or priest or deacons that that's who would normally be doing it. Right. Right. But then the priest can also seek the assistance of an extraordinary minister of Holy Communion who could be a seminarian or a lay person in certain circumstances. For example, if there's no no ordained person available. Right. Okay. Um, so. And if the religious celebration has attracted a sizable crowd, I don't get what that is. So oh, mean it meaning like he needs extra help. He needs extra help. That's what it is. Too many people. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, the Bishop of Bergamo had to intervene. He says it was not a mere liturgical horror, but an act <laughs> of unprecedented gravity and reflects a deep-rooted, profound, <laughs> and widespread ignorance about the Eucharist, which has been reduced to a simple food to be sloppily <laughs> distributed to those present. Like, this article wow. is amazing and has, like, hysterical lines like that. But, like... So the bishop's not on board. The bishop, uh, he's not on board. He is not punishing Father Eros, but he has sternly warned him to never do it again. Oh my God. And I'm just like, what? First of all, hey. first of all, it's all fake and phony. So get over your right. Back. Yeah. Get over yourselves, You're, guys. Right. Like the, the, it, it's not it really the, the he, blood of Christ. The bishop's, the bishop's right. It isn't food because it's nasty, <laughs> but it's also not magic Jesus. Right. So calm down. <laughs> but yeah, apparently the town is just in absolute it's erupted into oh chaos God. over this because this poor poor altar girl which which is what i thought it was at first i was like oh it's because it's a girl yeah but i don't think that's what it but, is i oh cannot figure out what the what the hubbub is what the horror is yeah it's a horror frank it's horrid oh it's Horrible. worse than that it's a liturgical horror oh my god and apparently that was just being thrown around by in mass like everybody was like oh the horror the horror 
it's, it's, the priest used the wrong now. person. He found a person who he felt was pure of heart. I mean, it's a gross, like, uh, choosing a girl who appears to have the purest heart among so many sinners. It actually sounds like he's about to sacrifice her or throw her into a volcano. Right? Right. Yeah, like, I don't like that at all. I was not okay <laughs> with that part either. But it, the stupid just kept compounding on itself. Ah, to, to the point that I don't even, I, I don't even know what it is. All right. It's much well, ado about nothing is what I, I, I would guess. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to close this off. Uh, close this segment off with good news? Question mark. Like I don't want to call it good news when a hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars is taken away from children's education in West Virginia. Oh, I assume that they need all of that money and a lot more. Yeah. to properly educate the children. But this is happening because. The, the public school district of Cabell County, uh, the, the Cabell, 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 Cowbell, no, it's C-A-B-E-L-L County Board of Education <laughs> has now, uh, is now going to require the, the, their school board to, they have, they have settled a lawsuit, a federal lawsuit hmm. with the Fufurf. Oh. Uh, and that money will go to pay their attorney's fees. Uh, and then each of a bunch of plaintiffs will get a symbolic one dollar uh, <sighs> worth of damages. Okay. Because, and we report on these all the time. I don't know if we talked about this particular one because this keeps happening. But Huntington High School in February of 2022 had several of their teachers require all of their students to go to a uh, an assembly. Featuring Nick Walker Ministries, oh. who then went and preached at these kids for an hour or something and sort of told them about how, if you know, Jesus, how they had to come to Jesus and all this stuff, uh, literally overtly. And a bunch of kids, bless them, and were upset about it. Yeah. Apparently uh, so. Good for them. And yeah. Correct. They even had a walkout about it, which yeah. is great. Um, did they post it on TikTok? I'm sure they did. <laughs> uh, I know that I there's at least a video of the audio. Like oh. you don't see anything, but like somebody, some kid was astute enough to like. We, I need a recording of this. Good. All so right. that's out there. Um, so yeah, it it was obviously bullshit. The uh, the the principal and the district like were like oh no we this was a mistake we didn't we we were just having the assembly we didn't mean for people to be forced to attend like don't have the fucking assembly you ding dong yeah that's but, the first step that's the first thing you did wrong yeah you did all all the everythings you did it all wrong <laughs> so yes they uh now there has to be like new training for about about this kind of stuff and they yeah the, the school district has to pay the fufurf good which i'm fine you know they 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 need to feel it it needs to be painful for them yeah i just feel bad like this this is bad for the students every which way mm -hmm. like there's no way that it's good for the students but at least it went in the right direction uh, yeah so so i presumably 
$175,000 is enough of a of a kick in the sh- shorts that they will consider the, the they will realize they can't do it and they won't do this kind of crap anymore. Yeah, they'll be they'll either not do it or try some clever way of doing it. You know. Well, and and the nice thing is that the Fufurf has actually like made them agree to some some other things like making sure that principals will attempt in good faith to monitor school graduations, assemblies, as, as, athletic events and other school sponsored activities to make sure that religion isn't being pushed in any of those uh, events. Great. So it was a good opportunity for the Fufurf to get in there and just be like, hey, this is we're about to make this fucking painful for you. Yeah. And the only way out of it is to really confront this problem yeah. in a real way. Yeah. And we'll be watching. Right. We so, now know uh, about you. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody go donate to the Fufurf. I do yeah. regularly. Uh, and, but yeah. They're important. It's important work. Well, and kids these days, right? Like good on those kids. Yeah. Like, like I had no when I was going to, you know, school in rural Oklahoma, I had no no way to report anything like that. Yeah. Right? And if I said Nor- something to my parents, they didn't really care. They didn't right. like like I was like I was always like, Yeah, but it's not Mormon, right? Like I was trying to use that <laughs> as like, yeah, but it's like Baptist shit. But um they were like, uh, oh, it's eh, it's fine. It's still Jesus, it's yeah. great. Yeah. So yeah. no, that's great. Good on them. Good good kids. Yep. Good job, everybody. All right. Well, uh, if you would like to write into us about what your good kids are doing, or about any of, the, or about priests and what the hell a synod is, or what the hell a whatever your thing was, uh, <laughs> please feel free to write into us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. or call and leave us a voicemail message. We'd love to hear your voice. The telephone number is four two four. 666-8442 Stick around There's more show coming up Alright, uh, hey Frank You know the uh, The world has pastors and priests And all these guys in it uh, And they say things yeah, they, Unfortunately uh, they're, that's their whole job is it's like us our job is to say things their job is to say things too and boy do they ever uh this is a, a guy named william wolf mm. who's a, a a real peach of a fella and he's going to give us a, a little preview into what what the what the right wing christian nationalist perspective is on uh on what's coming I think I think we can all predict it. Uh, what he's going to say, obviously, he's, he's going to say, "Let's reach across party lines. <laughs> let's uh, let's have uh, reconciliation. Let's have cooperation. Let's find common ground." Oh, I yeah. think that's what he's going to say. Uh, beautiful. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Beautiful sentiment. I love it. I'm on board. But it feels that feels like what Jesus. I would think we say. can all get along, right? Yeah, it feels that feels right. Let's 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 see if if I got it right. And if we have ever lived in a point in time in American history since then that we could argue that now is a time to arms again, I think we are getting close. Now Davies sets that out and says that it is right even though as Christians we seek peace, 
that when the enemy is pressed upon us, if we fail to heed the call to arms, then we are acting as cowards. Well, there you have it. Oh, um, okay. Enemies. Uh, the, it, is, it is a call to arms. They are... They, <laughs> I just love the, the, the sort of incidental nod to, you know, as Christians, we seek peace, yada, yada, yada. But <laughs> really... Peace is for chumps. Peace is for pussies. And uh, <laughs> I just got to think peace. I mean, honestly, like. Right. <sighs> I, you know, they, I love that their their big guy, you know, their Jesus fella talked about turning the other cheek. He talked about, you know, turning your plowshare, turning your swords into plowshares. Mm, yeah. Uh, Great he, line. He literally talked about all those things, but they're but all they care about is it, like they will scour the pages of the Bible for anything that says it's okay to be violent. They are they are just desperate for it. Where is it? Where is it? Oh wait, he turned over the tables in the in the temple. That's kind of violent. So he violent. Gonna, he oh said God. he's gonna come with the sword. So you know. There you go. All right. Well, uh, we'll talk. We'll talk more about how Christian, the Christian right in the U.S. is doing later on in the show. It's doing great. <laughs> oh, they're they're on a roll. Yeah, they, they really are. They're they're doing fantastic. All right, but 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 before that, we have some lovely uh, friends who have written into us, who have called into us. Uh, so let's get started with that. This is from Theo. Who's, who says, hi, Frank and Dan, you guys are awesome. I sure enjoy your podcast. Thank you so much. Uh, Theo gave us a whole bunch of backstory, but uh, I don't have time to read the whole thing, so we're just going to jump to this part. Currently, I am married to a wonderful LDS woman. We do great together. I attend church with her weekly, and she supports me in items I enjoy. We accept each other for who we are. You may ask, how can I stomach the diatribe each Sunday? And, and yes, I may ask. Uh, uh, I take wisdom from the talks and I leave the dogma and magical thinking. In addition. Wow. How do you find, you, really, you find wisdom in talks at a Mormon church? That's, that's impressive. That's impressive. Well done. All right. Yeah, Honestly, okay. well done. Because <laughs> you're, you're, you're about the only one. So Yeah, yeah. Theo continues. In addition, I've given myself a calling. I am, quote, coming out of the closet with people at church. I am oh. gently telling people I am atheist and that, and I let the chips fall. This takes a level of self-confidence I did not have when I was younger. Perhaps it comes with age and conviction. <laughs> I told our new bishop I was an atheist day one following a ward realignment. That's You guys don't know, need to know what that is, but there was a new bishop. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Uh, I saw fear in his face. I think it does him good to see me as an atheist. Hmm. I want all people at church to truly see me, to know I am a person with morals, with respect, with convictions, who supports and loves my wife, who loves my family, and that I'm also an atheist. Hmm. I think this is a small thing I can do to normalize atheism, as you mentioned a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's great. It's amazing. If you could... I, I don't think it's great to go to Mormon church because I feel like maybe you're 
like brain is at risk. <laughs> no, I what I'm hearing from Theo, Theo's fine. Yeah, Theo's got seems- it figured out. He's got he's in a good place. Yeah, um, he's uh, I'm not worried about Theo, but you are correct. I think for the average person, Mormon church is going to uh, it hurts. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah. I, I, I do I like it through so, the, the, the unbelievable boredom. Yeah. I mean, I, that, I haven't been to Mormon church in over, well, holy cow, like 25 years. Wow. Right. And so this is all just like what I remember. Uh-huh. Um, and it may have been because I was so completely checked out and I wasn't looking <laughs> for like some wisdom in anything because I felt it was completely devoid of all of that yeah but um <laughs> i was bored out of my gourd i yeah. hated it so it, it, much it is so boring listen if they had paid clergy whose job it was to be an interesting public speaker mm. even then it's not likely to be tremendously interesting because there's only so much you can rehash over and over and over every right. week when you're when you're stuck it but much much better but that's not how mormons work mormons it is just the dude who lives three doors down from you mm-hmm. who is not trained in public speaking who is who has just been forced to do it because everybody has to take their turn <laughs> every week it's so bad. It's so bad. Well, Theo's motivations are, are very different from yes. like where and, ours and were. I, and I respect that, yeah. and I think that it's great, and and good job. And I love that he's being an open atheist. I mean, Unbelievable. It, he, he's out there blowing minds. So good. But, but I guarantee you, his neighborhood will be a little less bigoted toward atheists because of Theo's uh, uh, openness, and I love that. Over Just, time, yeah, I think so. Don't, don't fuck it up, Theo. <laughs> you get caught doing You're representing anything all bad. of us at this point, Theo. <laughs> all right. Uh, that lawn had better be mowed. That's right. Uh, so the, here's another. Uh, this per, this is uh, an unsigned missive that says, Hello, I'm emailing you guys to share my thoughts on the Ivory Home situation. I will remind everyone that oh, a couple yeah. weeks ago we talked about... Uh, student housing at the public university of the university of Utah being taken over by a local Mormon owned, uh, shit housing company. This, they make such crap homes, but they're one of the biggest in the country. Did they may be the biggest in the country? Did you know that Frank? I did not know that. I know they're Uh, big. Yeah. I think they might be the biggest in the country. Anyway, uh, uh-huh. They, but uh-huh. th- they were making student housing, but then they were going to implement BYU style uh, rules about like you know being not not being naughty or whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, this goes on to say, I'm a high school senior planning on attending the U next fall. I was under the impression that it was really the only decent secular school in the state. Uh, a government-owned institution has absolutely no right to enforce religiously motivated code of conduct. Am I wrong in assuming that the U is decent at maintaining a secular stance? I'd love to hear what uh, you what what can you to say from your experience? Because yeah, you and I both went to yeah. the U. Graduated I, about I think twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. So we definitely know what's going on now for sure. I think you're safe. I think it's fine. I think as a uh, student, the, you're fine. Yeah. 
this this uh, Ivory Holmes thing is an outlier and it's worrisome. Yeah. But uh, you're, you're going to be all right. It's something and, you would have to opt into. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's not officially owned by the university. It's just sort of they're on their housing options website. So, yeah, yeah don't, that's cool. Don't move into those, even though they'll be nice. Or do, but just don't, don't narc no. on anybody. No, no, yeah, no, no, don't. No, do no. It. Don't. That's a, it's a horrible place. I don't want to say don't do it because all of the other students will be Mormons. Um, but yeah, that's what it will be. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be Mormons looking for their sheltered little space on campus. Um, yeah. And, and that's, that's fine. They can go do that. Right. Yeah. But your classes, well, and it'll the be Mormons whose parents wanted them to have that space. Yeah. That the too. kids, the kids will probably be having sex plenty, but the parents <laughs> will feel comforted. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, no, just going to like the academics of the university and your experience generally on campus yeah you'll be fine i I wouldn't worry about it yep all right um we had a voicemail did we not we do dan this is from donnie um he's calling in response to um an episode from a a few weeks back let's just let him have his uh his say okay hey guys this is donnie mount shasta california so i am a little behind on episodes because you know i've been traveling whatever So I was listening to Deeper Questions, and you were talking about how uh, Republicans perceive the religiosity of Biden, and how I think you said only 23% believe that he's deeply religious. And then, you know, you kind of got into this discussion as a sudden, like, thing where they just refuse to acknowledge his religiosity. And it's probably more pronounced now, but I want you to go back to the late 70s when Jimmy Carter was president, and the conservative religious base reviled Jimmy Carter, even though he is, he was and still is, uh, I mean, not obviously not to the same degree he was, but he was always active in his, in the Sunday school for his church. He was a deeply religious person, and the conservative right deeply reviled him back in the late 70s. So this is not something new. It's something that's been, uh, you know, kind of a cornerstone of the conservative right for a long time is that those who are deeply religious but actually want to do the nice things, like the stuff from the Beatitudes, are reviled by the religious right. Anyway, it's just something I, I want. I, I, I've read a lot about it, so I just wanted to mention it. Anyway, always love the show. You guys are great. Talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, they're not really interested in, like, if, if you're not their brand of Christian, right? Uh, that's all they actually care about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, poor Jimmy Carter. Oh, what a, what a remarkable human being though. Yeah. Right. And, and Donnie's right to point out that the, 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 the religious right hated him. And here he's in, in his time since being president has just demonstrated over and over and over what a good and decent human being he is. Yeah. And, you know, he Which is, is the problem. He's making them all look bad. He's, ma- he's making them look terrible. They're not out building houses for no. Habitat for Humanity, right? Like, he is. Yep. So. Amazing. Okay. Uh, finally, we have John who wrote into us. Uh, you and I, Frank, had a discussion about uh, climate change. And we 
we're talking about how it's actually been kind of nice for Salt Lake City. We, we, we haven't had the snowfall and we, we've had warmer winters and stuff. And we, I thought, were pretty clear that we were just joking around. <laughs> um, but we're going we're gonna to listen to what John had to say. John said, in the last several episodes, you have mentioned a couple of times the issue of climate change and made a comment about how in Salt Lake City uh, you don't experience it because everything is so wonderful and it's not impacting you at all. <laughs> which makes me wonder if you're not aware of the fact that the Great Salt Lake, which borders your beautiful city, has shrunk significantly over the past few years because of climate change. As it shrinks, toxic minerals that were safely in the water are now becoming dust picked up by the wind and impacting the air uh, in the surrounds and sometimes even downtown Salt in Salt Lake City. Many scientists have expressed deep concern about the air quality in your city as a result. And the prediction is that over the next many years is only going to get worse and could directly impact the ability of people to remain in that region. Uh, perhaps you know something that the rest of us don't and you think it's all fiction and Salt Lake City is immune to global warming, but I seriously doubt that and think you will have as many problems as the rest of us as mankind continues to destroy the world we're living in. Uh, John, 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 we were, we were joking. We are, we are deeply aware of the, the time clouds that is the lake next to us to the point where like, I've looked at like, do we got to move? Oh, when, yeah. at what, at what point does that have to happen? I don't want to be in, you know, I don't want to be the person who remains for a little too long and then has, you know, health problems in 30 years or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the whole move away thing comes up a lot amongst it, me and my group of friends. Yeah. It's like, scary. Like we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're very, very keenly aware of, uh, of what's happening, uh, right next to us. It's not great. It's not great. I have some mild reserved hope that the powers that be um, see the economic problems of letting, mm. of letting the, 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 because that's their only motivation, right? Right. The, yeah, the powers that's the that be in this state. That's the only thing that works in, in, a, red, in yeah. a red state. All like they ours. care about is the impact on, on the economy. Um, and they are, they are keenly aware as well of what will happen if, if the lake dries up. And there seems to be some effort. Um, I'm not sure that it's moving quickly enough. But um, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, this last year has been very wet, so we're yeah. spared. We're spared a year. Um, of... they think it pushed it back a few years, but yeah. yeah, the 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 before the snowfall of last year happened, they were saying in five years the lake was going to be completely dried up, um, yeah. or at least dried up to a point where these you know um, dust storms. Uh, that would literally literally be carrying toxic dust into the city. Yep, um, would be happening, and so yeah, yeah, we we're we're not terribly excited about it. But you know, but you know, I'll, we're all praying, we're all doing our part. <laughs> the Lord will save us, surely. This, this is the land of the Lord's people. So I mean, I I don't know. Is it, <laughs> maybe it's. Uh, a little bit of a logical fallacy, but they prayed and we got snow. 
That's true. They had they, the the governor literally called for prayer for moisture. Ugh, they say moisture. Just say rain. Jesus, rain and snow, guys. Rain and snow. Yeah, uh, and anyway. as luck would have it, we did get a snowy year. But it's yeah. it's it's a temporary uh, reprieve from that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. But no, as far as just like weather, it's been lovely. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're, we're gonna. Talking we're hold, about. we're holding to that. It's true. <laughs> you might not we're, be able to breathe the air, but the but the temperature is just gorgeous. Oh, it is. It is perfect. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, we have some folks to thank. We're gonna dive right into that. I'll start us off with uh, thanking Shane, uh, who gave us a one-time donation. Uh, you are now a deacon. You get the priesthood. Congratulations, Shane. Thank you so much. And, uh, and who do you have? Ah, uh, well, we have some new, uh, patrons on Patreon. Yes. Um, a, we have a new deacon by the name of Claire. Thank you, Wonderful. Claire. Very Claire, much. thank you so much. Welcome back. And we have a new priest by the name of Udo. So oh, wow. Thank you, Udo, for, uh, for joining our supporters um if you'd like to join them and everyone else in supporting the show please do so um you can go to our website thankgodimatheist.com and click on the support tab and there's some options there so we we try to make it easy for you and as always dan we have our top donor to thank our lord and savior davis more show coming up Well, Frank, Dan, uh, after much hullabaloo <laughs> and unprecedented, un- unprecedented hullabaloo at that, we have a new speaker of the United States House of Representatives. Uh, Dan, uh, it it went real, real well. Uh, things things couldn't have gone better. Mm. When they realized that they couldn't get Jim Jordan, like white supremacist and and uh and Mm. and christian nationalist jim jordan Mm. they went for a white supremacist christian nationalist that nobody's ever heard of and therefore could get the votes problem solved welcome mike johnson it is astounding to me that fucking mike or uh, matt gates pulled it off yeah he absolutely he knew exactly what he was doing and he pulled it, yeah. it off i mean the literally the member of the house of representatives who looks most like beavis <laughs> was able to do something anything he's such a doofus he's a doofus and he's just such a just a general all-around piece of shit yeah um who doesn't he's not there to govern Right. He's not there to get things done. He's not like, like the, the only it's, it's obstruct the government and, um, yeah. And then he is literally white national Christian, Christian fundamentalism or whatever. Yeah. Like that's it. That's as long as it's Christian nationalism. Great. Let's go. Yeah. It's pretty astounding. He, he is, he has definitely cemented himself as the leader of the howler monkey caucus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and now, and now they've, they've elected a howler monkey to be the speaker of the house. 
Yeah. Um, but what I wanted, what we wanted to talk about was sort of like Christian nationalism as a concept, uh, and like why it's it's uh, seemingly here to stay. I, I'm sure it's not because well, the numbers. It's not a, it's not a tenable. Yeah, like like you say, they can't. There's no governing happening right. with these people. They're not attempting any. They're all they're trying to do is roll back laws. Right. They are not attempting any new laws. They are not attempting uh, to push forward with anything. They have no solutions right. to any of our country's problems. And they, would, they don't even yeah. pretend like they do. Right. And they want to isolate the United States from the world stage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like they don't want us involved in, in foreign conflicts and unless it's Israel, unless it's Israel, they're fine with that one, but like they love that one. That's their favorite. They don't, they don't want to cross Putin because they love, love old Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Uh, Vladimir V Putin. I love that. Um, I didn't realize he had a middle name. He has a middle initial V Vladimir V. V. Yeah. Putin. Okay. Can you believe that? Double V. Like I, I honestly didn't believe it at first. I'm going to call it Duplave. <laughs> Duplave. There you go. Yeah, no, like they're they're sick. They've got it all backwards and they have it's it's actually remarkable that they've been able to elevate this Mike Johnson fellow, right? That they've been able yeah. to elevate Chris, the 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 because it's not the whole co- it's not the whole Republican Party in Congress no right it's this but they're side terrified show, right it's this it's it's this group over here and right. they're they're wielding their influence their power they figured out that if they just obstruct 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 and then um, because of the narrow margin that the Republican Party has as long as they just sit there and refuse to play unless it's their way they basically force everybody into it. Right. And my and and keep in mind there are cooler heads, more reasonable people in the Republican party oh, yeah. in the house. There are. But they're terrified uh-huh. that they're going to be uh primaried out of their their <sighs> positions. It's that they're going to be whatever. They they're such a problem. Is, like they need to stand so up for what's right. Because, you know. Yeah. Nobody and nobody's willing to. It is it is a party entirely loaded with either Christian nationalists or people too afraid to stand up to them. Yeah. And those that are uh, willing to stand up to them, like, you know, a Mitt Romney, who's not in the house, he's in the Senate, but he was, you, you know, he was willing on a few tiny occasions yeah. to do the most obvious right thing. Right. And he got pilloried for it. Yeah, and now he's him. not running again. Yeah. They hate him for it. They hate Mitt Romney. So, uh, so yeah, they're, they're scared shitless and they're acting like the cowards that they are, which means that what we're headed toward or what, what the potential is, is I don't, I honestly don't think that it's an exaggeration to use Nazism at this point. Like one doesn't want to run afoul of whose's law. What's, what's the, what's, what's the law that. All arguments denigrate eventually to using Nazism or to saying the word Hitler or whatever. Well, I mean, guess what? (laughs) We're there. (laughs) It is literally that it is. Look, here's what the thing that these people are into that they're all about. We see it. Authoritarian control. Mm -hmm. 
They they do not want you know Mike what what's his name Maga Mike uh Mike Johnson yeah was all for the overturning of the last election yeah he was a big he was he he was all about like you know repeating debunked claims constantly about you know the the voting machines and whatnot yeah supported the insurrection just a big like literally. They don't care. He explicitly says this is not a democracy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's That's... he's explicitly against democracy and is totally fine using anti-democratic tactics when it works in favor of their wing. Right. That's That's so th- scary. That's, it's, it's very scary. And it's so dangerous. It's just it, like... And literally, like they're the way that they're getting this power is by by galvanizing ding dongs in in this country mm-hmm. against other people about making sure that there is an enemy out there, and the enemies that they've chosen are LGBTQ people, mm-hmm. feminism, sure, yeah, and uh, non-white people. The yeah. and that and. Literally, that is Nazi tactics. That is what that is. That is exactly how you galvanize people in the way that Hitler did. Yeah, I know. And and like any amount of like reassuring yourself that, oh, well, there's such a minority. Guess what the Nazis were? I know. Yeah. They literally were a minority. It was just that people were... Like, you know, the politicians were too afraid to stand up to them. They exploited the political and the weaknesses of their system, right? Yeah. Which is what we're seeing right now, which is yeah. the whole Matt Gates getting his way on getting a uh, an extreme far-right Christian nationalist speaker of the House. Yeah. He exploited the rules and um and and the the political situation in the in the house of representatives i mean credit to him he understands what's going on in politically in in that body um and that's scary because of what he's achieved like honest to god like it is a wild achievement (laughs) it's a horrifying achievement it's impressive it's just not good it's It's really horrible it's really really terrifying The only, I mean, it's so yet to be seen how it's going to go. Like they have such a slim majority. They're not going to. And right now we do have the check in place that the Democrats do control the Senate. And so what they can achieve um, as far as like actual action that is achieved on their agenda is going to be very slim. What they can achieve by inaction is terrifying, right? Yeah. They can stall up the government they can like prevent funding they like there's there's so much they're able to do on the obstruction side of government and then they just wait it out Mm -hmm. until they're in power again yep and then they load up the the courts they load up you know they 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 pack yeah and then and then our side's unwilling to do to to use bad bad faith tactics uh which i understand but uh, it means that they that that they have a lot of power. Yeah. So I mean, this all is leading up to, I suppose, a recurring theme of the show, which is, <laughs> you know, like like I I, I balk at the we, we we 
we've heard it ad nauseum, right? That, that this, this upcoming election is the most important one of your life, right? It's the right. most important one, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, they're all really fucking important. Yeah. Elections are fucking important. And right now they all are very important. And, um, like we've, th- this thin majority should hopefully can be chipped away at. And, uh, because yeah. they, they, they can't hold the gavel. They can't, yeah. they can't, well, they, they're, they're, just, they're so terrifying and scary in their current position. And this isn't about like, well, we don't like their politics. No, 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 no. We don't like their politics, but that's not what's scaring the shit out of us right yeah. now. The, 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 like, um, you listen to Radio West, right? The Yeah, the local NPR affiliates. Uh, like little... It's a, it's a wonderful little show. Yeah. Anyway... Um, it's, a, it's actually a pretty big deal show yeah. in, in this region. They um, they talked to the, a biographer who's... The, the, the big Mitt Romney biography that just came out. Like, you've, right. you've seen it. It's been referenced a lot in the media. You know, yeah. Mitt Romney's 10 Sickest Burns, right? <laughs> I think is what the New York Times did or something. Is there? And they, they and there's some great little amazing details in this in this biography. But the mm. fact of the matter is, well, you know, listen to this whole interview with the author of the book, Mitt Romney. I I disagree with Mitt Romney on almost everything, right? Politically, yeah. I. I, I have found an ability, though, to respect people who are good and decent that I disagree with. Right? Sure. Like I, I Mitt Romney is not a threat to the democ- to, to, to our democracy. Right. He doesn't he's not even remotely. Does he in no way at this point in his life represents a threat to the democracy, our democracy. Right. He acknowledges his weird role. In, in his, his the, the way that his president run for the presidency, like how it fits into the, the whole story of the rise oh of the far God. right. But he like he's wrestling with it. He's yeah. he, he like he's he's a fascinating figure. And I never in a million years would ever have thought that I would say that about Mitt Romney. Yeah. Um, but like Can- we need we 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 need to know who the good ones are. Right. Yeah. And um and and people who are willing to work and govern like I'm fine with them. I'm fine dis- finding people that I disagree with and saying, you know what? He's still a, he or she. They're still decent people. Right. Yeah. Because they're not working. They're, they're not an existential threat to our current uh, country. Everything. Yeah. Can I just say. It is a low bar when what we're looking for is not existential threat to democracy. Yeah, like, I know. And so few of our politicians are able to clear that low bar. <laughs> In a democracy. That is terrifying to me. Yeah. In a the country thing, that prides itself on its democracy. Right. The other thing that I hate right now is that literally things are so bad in this country the Matt Gates of this world. If there is a, a look, there's many sins that these fuckers have committed. Yeah. But one of the ones that I resent the most is we and you and I are forced to talk about how it, how Mitt Romney could be respectable. Like that's, <laughs> that's how bad this country's gotten that we have to have that conversation. <laughs> we, we, 
We have to we have to praise Mitt Romney for God's yeah. sake. Things have gotten so bad. <laughs> I don't approve. I don't approve. I know. I know because he would. It's not like he would have been great for the country. As no. President, right. Like no. He, the the our, our the th- the goals that we would have right for the country and the direction that we would like to see it go. He would not have gone that way. No. Right. He would not but have advocated least, for those things. But, but there would still be a country when he's done. And like he was very much like his his Republican dad was very much pro uh, civil rights. Yeah. yeah and like he's a fascinating one. Like Jordan. literally like he's he was so like we needed to keep him. And instead, we're going to get some insane person. I don't like it's not it's bad. The world is bad yeah. right now. America's bad. Now, Romney's dad, he was warning everybody. He saw yeah. it coming. Yeah. Right? Like, back in the 60s, he saw it coming. And he was like, this is this is wrong. This is the wrong direction. Yeah. Right? They're running on hate and fear. Right? Yeah. Like, the, that's when it was starting. It was starting to, to percolate back then. What was it? You know? Yeah, anyway. So, anyway, Godwin's Law is suspended. Uh... <laughs> indefinitely uh it is no because it's no longer about like analogies to hitler it is like oh that is a direct one-to-one uh comparison yeah uh to nazism so oopsies yeah Uh, no it's uh i've i've started believing in like reincarnation right like (laughs) i think hitler has found his way back (laughs) he's a big like and he's got really orange, <laughs> fat dude. Who, oh God! No, I don't think he's Hitler. Well, no, because he's the figurehead uh, that they all that no, they all sure. pin it on. Well, I guess so. Yeah. Anyway, uh, sorry to be a bummer, you guys. But write into us. Tell us. Uh, yell at us. Tell us we're wrong. Figure out a way to to make us feel better oh, about this. I would love to be wrong. Yeah, this is this is one of those moments where please, please, please let me be wrong about what's happening. But I mean, we're not. But but tell us we are anyway. (laughs) Write into us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com is the is the email address or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is four, two, four, six, 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 eight, four, four, two. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist, and click that like button. And if you'd like to join one of our members-only lounges, you can do so. Uh, please go to our website, thinkgodimatheist.com slash members-only. Yeah, hey, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for their use of their beautiful music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all y'all for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.